0: And welcome back to the Movie Pope podcast. And today is a first. Once, once again, we are going to be reviewing the trailer for RoboCop: Rogue City, and we're going to use this as an opportunity to talk about our uh, about our favorite RoboCop movie and our thoughts on the franchise in general. Um, but before we do that, remember to like, comment, subscribe, and let us know what your favorite RoboCop movie is in the comments below. And as always, thank you so much for watching. Let's dive in. According to our sources, the attacks were aimed at catching the attention of a man whose identity All remains Detroit,
1: Detroit has a cancer, and that cancer is crime. A new crime wave sweeping Detroit has already claimed the lives of 21 crime. police officers. Using safety- those commercials, always a, a theme within Robocop.
0: My name is Dr. Olivia Blanche. I'm a police
1: psychologist. I specialize in dealing with police officers suffering from emotional trauma. Don't take him away What's him? hiding
0: in that metal head of yours? I think we
1: can both agree that you are no ordinary police officer.
0: Reinforcements have arrived. Those trigger happy maniacs have a ton of hostages. Drop it, scum! Anyone
1: expecting a silver
0: freak? Lewis, you're here.
1: We need to get these elevators back online. It's double-cut. It's that service box, isn't it? I am detecting a short circuit. Up, oh, there we go. S209. OCP tracking device torn out. I am going to follow the blood trail. However, one aspect. Interesting now's from Robocop 1, right? Severely yeah. neglected is your human side. Your brain We must smash that thing. I've heard people refer to you by different names. Okay, Fire at will. I'm curious to hear which one you prefer. My name is
0: So that was the um, that was the trailer for um, RoboCop: Rogue City, a game that's going to be coming out um, pretty soon. Um, I will say I will say this: I mean, they did get Peter Weller to come back and voice the character, which I thought was pretty good. Because when you think of RoboCop, there's only one actor you think of: it's Peter Weller. Because the because um, the 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 remake that they did a few years back, I think it had Joel Kinnaman in there. I I saw it and I was like, you no, know, this it, it doesn't feel right. It just doesn't. You know
1: what about the third one
0: the third i mean i am I, I mean the third one i was kind of indifferent about because i know um i know peter weller wasn't in it but i thought the actor in it he he did a he did a mediocre job all things considered
1: okay, fair fair
0: i mean i i, I, I mean I, I mean obviously i mean obviously the storyline was was very much different from what you had from the first two but and 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 i've told you this before i mean my favorite my favorite robocop movie is robocop two where he goes up against kane um who's placed in the um the updated um uh, robocop suit and the two kind of duke it out in the uh in the streets of detroit um what, what what's your um, what's how? your movie this is favorite
1: how 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 is the... okay so number one right so we got, four mo- we got four, right? There's not... Yeah. I mean, there, maybe there's some type of side thing. So we have kind of like the first trilogy of three, and then we have the remake that came out in the early 2010s, right? I think yeah. it was 2000 something like that, right? So, to me, one was the really only good one. I didn't actually care for any of the other ones. Um, I thought the first one was very solid. There definitely were things that Um, I thought could have made it better. Um, I didn't care for the second one. Um, The third one was an absolute pile of crap. Um, Oh, yeah. I agree
0: agree with you on that one.
1: Yeah, I think the reboot, it didn't do a very good job, but it expanded in some areas. I wanted to see them expand the original one in, but even though they did expand in some areas, they didn't really improve it a whole lot. (laughs) Um, And I think one of the things that... Just to kind of give a very high level comparison, um, in the first one we don't really get to see a whole lot of RoboCop prior to him, you know, getting shot up, and we don't really see a whole lot with him and his family. Um, and the family kind of plays like kind of like a, a recurring, kind of like a, a recurring theme throughout the the movies but we actually don't really see him interact with his family prior to that. I was thought that was kind of weird because if I want to have any type of engagement in him kind of like getting closer to the family, I need to see and know that he had a good relationship with them, but we don't really see enough of that. I think in the remake, they try to rectify that a little bit. The problem is, is that the guy that plays RoboCop and Luca, help me out what, the, what was that guy's name? The one that's in, you know, Joel Kinnaman. Um, Joel Kinnaman, thank you. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Joel Kinnaman, like, um. So he uh, was just so bland; it was hard to really get with it. Like, you know, you want to see more of the family, and they gave that to you, but you don't really get the feeling that it's a super great family. <laughs> like, it just doesn't get depicted that way. It just seems kind of like blase the whole time. And he's just such a stoic character; it's hard to really get involved with it so you know it just as, as for me the first one was the really the only one that i could safely say i thought was good the other ones i felt like just had too many holes.
0: i mean i mean that's a fair point i mean i mean I like the first one, but I, I really, really enjoyed the second one just because I felt like it expanded um, with you know with the RoboCop character, and it definitely and, and you, you definitely got to see a little bit more about who he was as a person and the fact that he's that yeah yeah I mean he's the guy you know he, he's a guy in you know, who's now been melded with a machine, but you also get the feeling that you know that that even though he's been equipped with this emotional inhibitor and his family's trying their best to try to, you know, reconnect with him and he, and he brushes him aside at the same time, this is, you know, you know, it's reminding us that, you know, there's still a man in there and that it's still, you know, and and for, you know, for all of the, um, for all the circuits and, and, and machinery in there, it's still Alex Murphy who's coming out and still doing his job as you know as a police officer at the end of the day um yes um, not to mention n- not, not to mention i was really really fascinated with, with the fact that you had um you know that you had um a villain in kane who starts off as a drug lord and, he, and his brain gets removed and placed inside this machine that's supposed to be the successor to the robocop program but Instead, he goes you know batshit crazy and starts you know starts tearing the city apart just to get the next dosage of nuke. So I thought that who could have ever foreseen that happening? I mean, I just thought it was a pretty good foil because you, you, you you know because you've got this you know updated machinery that's supposed to be you know an improvement on RoboCop, and yet you know you can't really improve on the original because you know because even though you've got this high tech machinery, just putting the brain of some drug. You know this drug addicted, you know, dr- you know, crime lord in there. It's obviously not going to make it any better. Even if you're, you know, trying to withhold that drug from him to make him do his job, it's not going to work out too well. Which I thought was pretty funny, and not to mention I did enjoy the fight sequence quite a lot. I, I've, I mean, I've watched that numerous times over the past few years. So that's yeah, so, I mean me.
1: This is yeah. So I do. Let, let's talk about like so the villain, right? You mentioned Kane, so. I think a big part of me, right, is I like the villains so much more in the first one, right? I, I like them so much more. I enjoy them a lot more because here's the problem that I have with Kane, right? Number one, like, you know, he's this, you know, guy, and he plays the character so, like, laid back and, like, totally, like, it's just not very enjoyable. And the fact that, the company right ocp is like thinking like oh yeah well we're going to transplant this person's brain and we're going to have the brain of this like crazy villain right that we're going to put in there and we're expecting it to somehow be normal was totally stupid like you could see the writing on the wall from beginning to end that it was not going to work out
0: well like, well, remember we'll, well, remember remember um they, they there's a sequence where they were showing different different types of prototypes where they were putting the brains in different suits and they all yeah, went batshit yes. crazy
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So they do try to explain that. But like I said, there has to be better examples of who you're going to bring in than bringing in some guy that's, you know, a serial, like a guy that's literally like the mastermind of a cult. Right. Like it's just it it made no sense to me. I get what they were wanting to do because she was like she said something to the effect of, you know, you have to have someone that can, you know, be okay with like, you know, almost being eternal. Right. Like they're pretty much like just going to live on. Um, and you have to have someone that can rationalize that. I'm like, so Kane's the first person that comes, to, like, and I know that they tried it a few other times, but it's like, I don't think convicted felons are the way you want to go, especially because we know through Robocop that they still retain parts of their memories. So, like, I don't know if I want to have Jeffrey Dahmer in a freaking machine. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> how they wanted to do that. I know they try their best to rationalize it, but. To me, they don't really do it. To me, I think Robocop 1 is where it has the good villains because, you know, you have kind of, um you know, you have... um I just call him Brad, right, from that 70s show. Oh, yeah, right? Kurtwood Smith, yeah. Yeah, thank you. So he does such a fun job. Like, he sits there, he totally eats the scenery every time he's in it, and he just is totally enjoying the moment. So, you know, you have him throughout the whole movie. You know, he's sitting there, and, you know, he's getting to you know, all this stuff. I remember, like, when he's doing, like, one of the deals, like, he, like, um, you know, one of the people he's, um, you know, doing a deal with has, like, a glass of wine, and he seemed like he just sticks his fingers in there, and then the guy drinks it afterwards, and, you know, he gets in a fight with RoboCop, and then he, you know, kills that one, um, that one executive guy, and he's, like, just walks in the room, and he's like, bitches, leave. And I'm just like, man, this guy is totally totally taking that moment and enjoying it. And then to me, because we know what happens at the beginning of RoboCop, we're so much more invested in RoboCop killing the villain, right? Because like we literally see them. I mean, they do a great job of that first scene in RoboCop where, you know, they're literally lining him up. They shoot off his hand and then they just blow him away. Um, And then Red comes over, shoots him once in the head. And then, you know, we see all that. To me, that's incredible. That was such a good job of showing it. And they really waste no time. Like we're ten minutes in, and we get RoboCop. Like they don't, <laughs> they yeah. have no breaks on this. They they're just going all in. And like to me, that's what makes that's at least one part of the first uh, movie, which I think really excels in, is we do have a legitimate interest in them getting to the villain, like RoboCop killing the villain. We have a huge interest in it because we see how he's had a direct impact on that, and then we see too how you know through that. We have, um, like, one of the heads of OCP, um, you know, he does a deal with Fred. So, like, we kind of see how, I mean, we already know the company's evil because of everything that happens. I like how, like, they have this, like, like at the very beginning, right, you had the Ed 209 in the boardroom, and he just shoots the shit out of that one guy. (laughs) And, And they just kind of, it's just funny. Like, the reaction is, like, they're scared, but then, like, the president's, like, rolling his eyes. And I'm like, holy shit, like, this is not a reaction that when something... If faulty happens you shouldn't have someone dying because of it so like you clearly see how you know the company's evil we know red's evil so they have all this evil stuff and to me that culminates very well and kind of creating this very strong um you know story of robocop getting his revenge and be able to kind of go against that whereas for the second one i didn't really get that at all from the villain or really any of the villains right i mean i mean i mean that's fair that's fair. Plus, like, I mean, what, and let's not forget to the most memorable death, right? What's the, if, what, what, in your opinion, right, from first and second one, right, what was the most memorable death to you? For well, any of the I'm, villains.
0: Well, if I'm honest, it would it, be Red getting his just desserts in RoboCop one. Because that's. So, it, it,
1: that's... No. No, go that's, ahead. That's good. So, go to me, right? it's the guy that ran the truck in the toxic waste and becomes this toxic waste human being that's walking around. That, to me, blew me away. Like, that that sticks out to me no matter what. I, I do agree with you. Uh, Red getting his ultimate, his comeuppance, so to speak, um, was really good. But to me, that one henchman that's just walking around be like, kill me! And he's just, like, sitting there. He's, like, all deformed and stuff from the toxic waste. That yeah. was great. And then, you know, Red's just driving through there. And he just runs into it. He just splats on the car. And that to me was absolutely crazy. I totally and forgot I about that. that. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that to me is great. So that to me, like I said, it's, you know, it's it's not a huge thing because it was just a henchman. But to me, that's always like the most memorable thing is just seeing that guy walking around like Quasimodo uh, screaming for someone to kill him. And he just gets splattered on a vehicle. And, and that's pretty much how that gets resolved. So,
0: <laughs> Well, um. Well, do you have any, uh, any 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 other thoughts on on the RoboCop movies for sign off?
1: So, I, I mean, I would say for you know the first one, you know, I I really liked how they kind of depict everything. Like I I've always really enjoyed that. And Paul Verhoeven, you know, also did Starship Troopers, which I'm a huge fan of. Really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he kind of does this, and I think you really see that he knows how to kind of create this kind of, like, like weird dystopian thing, and he always uses propaganda as a tool in his storytelling. Uh, and, and I thought that that was very interesting throughout, is, like, how they kind of use, like, the commercials, they use all this stuff to kind of help generate the world that we live in. And it, it's just the world that they exist in, excuse me. And it's always very interesting. Like, they have the commercial with, like, the girl, and she's, like, putting on all that sub-block, and it's like, turns her skin blue, and then there's the surgeon general warning that's like, hey, if you use this too much, you get skin cancer. And it's like, huh? So you're using sunscreen to make sure you don't get skin cancer, but excessive use of the sunscreen also gives you also gets you skin cancer. It's like, huh? That's kind of weird. And then there was like another sequence, right? Where they there's a new vehicle that's out. And I, I'm gonna test your knowledge on this, Luca. Do you remember the name of the vehicle? What the name is? Um, for the new vehicle that comes out in the first one.
0: oof. Off the
1: top of my head, I don't. It's okay. So it's the (laughs) 6000SUX. Right? So it's literally called the 6000Sucks. And it's just like, I think to me, it just goes with kind of how they deal with that satire. It's just, to me, such a good job of doing it. And it comes in something that you don't really think about. It's just random commercials, just like kind of like random, um, you know, kind of like um, show sequences and everything like that. It's really interesting how they kind of splice that in. And like I said, I think they do, you know, a good job. I think really the one thing that stuck out to me the most in the first one was, like I said, we, 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 we see Robocop, you know, he gets in the suit really early um, I really like the suit and I think like his acting in that Robocop outfit is really strong. Like, you know, he feels very robotic. And, and I think that does take a certain skill to kind of create that with like kind of his movements and everything's kind of like a full movement. So you don't see him like he kind of like shifts his body and then his, his head shifts with it. So I think there's just a lot of things that work well with that. Um, like I said, I think my only real notch on the first one that sticks out to me is just that You know, I I always felt like they try to add in a lot of these human elements that just don't feel earned because we never got to experience that. Um, I do think the second one does a better job with that um, because the second one we see that. And I think you mentioned the scene very briefly, but the scene where, you know, his wife comes in and, you know, he has to sit there and tell her that, you know, I'm just a machine, you know, I'm creating his image to uh, memorialize him. And to me, that was such a good scene because, like, even though they don't have a ton of screen time together, like, you could see that, you know, she really loved her husband and seeing kind of this mirror image of him, even in the robot suit. Um, And just knowing that, like I said, that, you know, Murphy has memories of it. Like, you know, he is still very much there. The, you know, kind of see him have to do that was really good. I think that was the one thing that stuck out to me in the second one. Um, but like I said, to me, the second one just had too many things that didn't work. Um, the other thing that I thought was weird, and I know it's kind of a <laughs> weird thing to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, all the kid like, OK, so how they dealt with like having like kids in it was really weird to me. Right. So um, number one, like you have like the kids that um, they're helping rob that one shop. Right. That one store. Yeah. Right. And Robocop comes in, and I get, like, this is a sequence, and this is one of the parts I really didn't like, was, like, how, like, he got reprogrammed, but, like, it lasts for all five minutes. I'm like, why did you bother reprogramming him? Because he just gets rid of it really quickly. It's just totally pointless to have it in. It's just a plot that goes nowhere. So, like, he, you know, he comes in, and I'm like, you know what? Honestly, this world that they created, they would arrest and shoot kids no problem. I'm just going to say that now. Like, this does not come across as a world where they care about kids. So, like, when he's, like, um, when the one kid, right, that works with um, Kane, right, Um, the one that's from the Mighty Ducks, right? Yeah, the one who eventually Um, takes
0: over the operation, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. The one that takes over the operation, right? So he shoots RoboCop, and do you remember the reason why RoboCop doesn't do anything? I think it's because he's a kid? Yeah, right? I'm like, no, that's stupid. Robocop would totally blow that kid away. In the world that they've created, where literally everything, there's so much mayhem in it, they would totally kill that kid. I, I just didn't believe that for a second. Like, literally the opening for two is you see, like, an old lady, She her, like, cart of cans gets hit by a car, and after that she gets mugged by a guy. The guy walks away. He has a bunch of, I don't know, like, I, I guess prostitutes mug him and beat him up, and then there's, like, you know, afterwards, like there's a store that explodes and people run. Like, there's just so much chaos that they create. I don't believe for a second that they would blink an eye at killing a kid if he did something wrong. I'm not saying that they would just murder kids for fun, but I'm like, I don't believe for a second that they would have some type of thing built in where they're not going to do that. This does not feel like a reality that that's something that's super critical for the Chicago area. So I didn't believe that at all. Totally well, would have shot that kid in the face.
0: You mean Detroit. Detroit? I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry, Detroit. Yes, I'm sorry. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't believe that for a second. They totally—that kid would have got shot.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. But I mean, but but, I'm, but, I, but I stick by with what I said earlier. You know, I, I think with two, you kind of see his humanity more flushed out. You know, you know, yeah. I mean, at, at the very beginning, he kind of pushes that away. But you know, but by the end of the movie, where you know where Lewis is saying, you know, how we're gonna, you know, it's gonna take us a long time to catch these guys. You know, RoboCop says, you know, patience, Lewis, we're only human. I thought that was a pretty good line, but
1: yes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree with you, right? There are some things that work, but as I said, I think if we're comparing them as a whole, one does a lot of things much better. You know, I like RoboCop more than that, and I felt like it was more to the point. You know, two to me had too much fluff. There was like all this type of like, you know, kind of it felt like they focused a lot more on the villains, which was weird. Because none of them really kind of mattered or made a difference other than Kane. So, you know, kind of like have Kane and then you have like his love interest, but like it, it never really did anything for the story. The kid's along and I don't really know why. There was a very touching scene where the kid gets shot, or I'm assuming he's shot because I don't think they actually show it. Um, but like where he's shot and he's dying. And I like how Robocop just kind of held his hand. Yeah. 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 That
0: was after Kane attacked the. Um
1: that um yeah, the, facility the, and the, uh, ma- the
0: mayor was there yeah
1: yes the 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 deal with the mayor um and the kids so yes i i agree like the humanity shows through better in this one i just think that there's too much of everything else didn't work right i, I didn't really care as much for robocop in this one um i thought that the it was a little bit too over the top like you start to see like at the end like the OCP logo is like on a red banner and it looks like they're going for the Nazi Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It it looks, it's totally over the top. It's like, okay. Like it was more subtle in the first one. Now we're kind of getting into, it's like borderline ridiculous. Like there's satire and then there's that. And it, it was just over the top. And, you know, I thought they kind of had that reprogramming sequence where it's just like, you know, they had the board meetings, like, you know I've never seen him talk about like environmental issues or I never seen him do this and like they like have this like random 15 minute sequence where like they reprogram him and then like you know he's you know kind of off and then he electrocutes himself and then he's fixed. I'm like why did we include that? Like that was 15 minutes that we didn't need that went nowhere because he got reprogrammed just to be shocked and then he stopped acting like that. It it just felt like totally pointless. Like I think those were kind of the things where there was just threads that didn't go anywhere. Um, the other thing I always thought that was weird, right, was how they depict Lewis, right? And I know we've focused a lot on RoboCop. Lewis to me was always kind of a weird character, right? So in the first one, right, she's kind of depicted. Um, do you re- actually? Let's see here. Do you remember how when we first meet Lewis in the first one? Do you recall what she did?
0: Oh, it's been a long time. I I remember what oh, okay. she was doing in the second. <laughs>
1: No, no, that's okay. So in the first one, right, the first thing that we're introduced to Lewis is she's arresting someone and then they try to break out and she kicks his ass. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, so she's, you know, a a badass cop, right? You know, she's a badass female cop. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, okay, that's something that's going to stick with them throughout the movies. Um, And then the second one, she gets strangled by a little kid. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Now I'm confused. Like, is Lewis good or totally incompetent. I don't know which one, because in the first one, we're first introduced to her being able to beat up you know, uh, someone that she's trying to arrest, right? And then the second one, you're getting strangled by a kid. Like, you have to pick a lane there. So, like, there's just inconsistencies that I didn't like, and I think that that just built up more and more. I think RoboCop one by far is superior. I have... uh, Other than the humanity piece, which I agree with you on, that's the only thing that RoboCop does better. But between... Trail Robocop the you know just the general feel for the city um you know the story behind it like everything else was to me far superior
0: all right well superior all right well that will do it for our review of Robocop like I said if you guys have any opinions or if you agree with the movie pope, or disagree with them let us know in the comments below and as always thank you so much for watching and catch you on the flip side bye